Blog Talk Radio. Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, September the 18th, 2017. I'm your host and author of the book Destiny Awaits, The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you from Owings Mills, Maryland. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. Once again, we are super excited this evening about being with you and to be able to share love and wisdom with the desire to uplift, inspire, motivate, and empower you to live a more peace-filled, joyful, and loving life. So to receive and download this podcast, simply go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You can also receive it via my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, or simply by Googling us, Blog Talk Radio, A Date with Destiny. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at LYS101, that's L-Y-S-E-101. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net, or via my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. Once again, we are so excited to be able to share with our listeners information from people of all walks of life that we believe will inspire, motivate, and empower you. We are so happy to be in our fifth year of broadcasting and can't wait to share some great things from some really extraordinary people we have coming up for the rest of this season. So tonight, we have another amazing show with another extraordinary person. We have joining us this evening, Miss Gloria Covington. Gloria is a former senior bioengineer and research immunologist who has authored multiple U.S. and European patents for the development of various aspects of a rapid clinical detection system and has also co-authored four publications in major scientific journals. Currently, Gloria is an entrepreneur, a sing- entrepreneur, a singer, songwriter, and musician who plays the electric guitar and piano and is currently one of two guitarists in the Colonial Baptist Church Praise Band, and she is the only female band member. She writes contemporary gospel, praise, and worship, 
and contemporary Christian music. Her style is multi-genre, including blues, jazz, funk, rock, etc., with definitively Christian lyrics. Her lyrics contain messages of hope and reflection derived from the gospel of Jesus Christ, as well as life experiences. A date with destiny would now like to welcome Miss Gloria Covington to the show. So, hello, Gloria, and how are you today? Hello, Lisa. I am blessed. I'm very blessed. And thank you for that introduction. (laughs) You're so welcome, girl. I mean, oh, my God. First of all, thank you for joining us today. Um, And I must say that you are just amazing. You know, um, when Gloria and I met over a year ago, I believe, I think it's been over a year now. Time goes by so fast. Yeah, I think it was about over a year ago, and we met in the hair salon. Um, and I don't <laughs> yes, remember how. Yeah, okay. So, and I don't remember how the conversation got started, but what I do remember is um, we were, you know, talking, and I remember we were talking out, about. Uh huh. Oh, I was just going to say we were talking about hidden the movie Hidden Figures. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we were. And um, and then I remember, is was it at that time during the conversation you told us that you had a patent? Was that correct? Am I, yes. Okay. And then once you stated that, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying that's correct. That's how the conversation went because we were marveling at how wonderful it was to see um, yes. strong black women uh, being shown in a positive role. Yes. Yes. And um and then from there you started to share with me your background in engineering and in music. And I was just fascinated by it, by it all. And when you started talking about your engineering background, I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> what did you just say? So and then you started opening up, um, and I just found your diversity to be so interesting that I invited you to be here um, to share with our listeners your story of stepping away. First of all, your story of how you got interested in that particular field, and then you stepping away from that, and then um, you know following your purpose, following your passion, which is music. So let's start off by talking about your engineer technical background. And work our way up from there. Okay. How's that sound? Uh, that sounds great. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, uh, I just fell into engineering. Um, mm-hmm. My main uh, focus was uh, immunology research. And, okay. Um, because that's what I dealt with uh, after graduating from, from college. I was, the Lord just happened to allow me to be in the right place at the right time. And mm-hmm. It was great. The first place that I worked for, happened, my, my background is biological sciences. That's what my degree is in. And mm. so I was very fortunate to, uh, my first job was um, in that area. And so mm-hmm. I quickly was baptized in fire, as you would say, and mm-hmm. I quickly learned the ropes of amino assay. Mm. Okay, and now, now, yeah, um, layman terms, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> It is the study of the immune system. And okay. when you're talking about immunoassay in, uh, for applied 
uh, work, we're talking about developing tests um, mm-hmm. or tests to detect antibodies or antigens. It's, so there's agglutination, immunoprecipitation, all types of technical terms used. But the only thing it's to boil it down, it's an antibody-antigen reaction. And most of the okay. time we're talking about to detect bacteria or toxins or something that can be used to uh, in the in the clinical field to help uh-huh. someone who was who was ill or had okay. some type of medical condition. Okay. Does that wow. make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Okay. That okay. makes a lot of sense. Mhm. So then right. from there from there again the Lord placed me in all the right places um mm-hmm. I was able to um after I um, got my degree because this was even before I got my degree. I was uh, um, going to school and uh, doing some of this work um, as a technician. And then after I got my degree, I went straight into the research department because I had done so well. Um, And the Lord just, you know, worked it out. Uh, I was placed in great situations, and um, I just found myself eventually with a a group of a team of researchers uh, and the the head researcher happened to have a background in academics. So he was not only interested in developing uh, tests for diseases, he was also interested in publishing. So in that group, because I was working um, with other researchers with my same background, um, I was able to co-publish. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. very fortunately, that's how that worked out. And then uh, from there, um, I was in another research group, and uh, those uh, that research developed into uh, products. Um, again, and these products were are still being used, uh, but mm-hmm. the directogen series. Uh, so it's antibody uh, bound to a nitrocellulose membrane or antigen bound to a nitrocellulose membrane, and then you pass uh, a patient sample through, whether it be antibody or antigen, and then you get a reaction. Mm-hmm. And then, for instance, um, if it's group A strep you're looking for, it's really important that you know whether a person has strep or not. Rapid, okay. So it's rapid diagnosis of tests. Wow. And then, so so you said that you just kind of fell into this, but you had to have a, an interest in, you know, this kind of stuff oh, in order oh. to do it. The mm-hmm. interest came. <laughs> oh, my int- That goes way back. Um, okay. I was really blessed to have uh, really loving, godly parents, and uh, mm-hmm. they instilled in me an interest for music and science. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, this is a very unusual, I'm sure, but uh, my dad was a um, skilled laborer, and okay. he would bring home some uh, materials like pH paper. Okay. And after that, I was hooked. When I saw what could happen with chemical reactions, I went around the house trying everything. And I was a very <laughs> young child at the uh-huh. time. So, um, yeah, my dad is, just, is responsible for uh, my interest in science, and that continued all the way through college because um, then I, all my courses that I took were all um, focused towards science. I just wasn't sure what area of science I wanted to go into. So it was right. always going to be science or or music wow. <laughs> or right. both. Right, right. 
Right, right. And you and so you're doing both and we're going to get to the music aspect um of it in a bit, but you know, listening to you talk, um I'm very excited number 1 just to have um women um, especially black women interested in the field of science. And I know now that they're really um, trying to expose young girls to science. Um, and a lot of them have taken an interest in that. So I think that is absolutely fabulous. So what is your, you know, how do you feel about that? I think that although it's a kind of a lonely Field in the sense that there just aren't a lot of women in the areas of science or math. But if you have a predisposition towards that, then you shouldn't hide it. Um, you know, I was in a situation where I was always in a white male-oriented um, company. I'll put it like that. When I say company, mm-hmm. I mean that all the people that I worked with or studied with uh, were predominantly mm-hmm. white and male. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But if you have something that you're really passionate about, then you go for it anyhow. And, you know, right. here's the situation. Because mm-hmm. I'm a, a believer, I held mm-hmm. on to the Bible verse that says, I can do all things through Christ who mm-hmm. strengthens me. That is yeah. the only thing that got me through so many different situations yeah. Yeah. in my life, whether it be mm-hmm. career or whether it be like difficulties. You know, because mm-hmm. we all have difficulties in our lives. Yeah. So yeah. I hang on to that verse. Philippians 4.13, as a matter of fact. Yes, that's one of my favorites as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because I know that we do have some young people who do tune into the show, and I'm always looking to encourage them, um, especially, you know, um, in in whatever field. But this particular, well, all of them, let's just say all of them, but I believe in I believe in science, um, and I know that we do need you know more people studying the sciences and the math. I was not a math person. I'm still not a math person. My 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 um, field of study back then, you know, back in the day was English. You know, I was an English major, um, yeah. journalism, and all of that. And I don't know. Maybe you can speak to this because I've always believed that. You could either do one well or the other well. It was either math or English. I Not very so. seldom. Well, <laughs> see, that's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking because I very seldom run into people who are very exceptional at both. Well, so you say I, that you I've know. Been, mm-hmm. Oh, I was just saying that you know I was interested in writing from a very young age. Okay. Um. I can remember writing poetry uh, in elementary school. Okay. Well, that's why you're a musician, too, because you still write. True. <laughs> so you are you are doubly blessed. So let me ask you this. So in the movie, since we did remind me that, you know, that's how we uh, we came upon the topic in the um, salon, Hidden Figures, which character, or maybe all of them, but which character did you see yourself in? Uh, be honest, uh, probably all of them, different aspects mm-hmm. of it, because mm-hmm. in research you use so many different um, modes of study in order to complete a project. So, mm-hmm. it, it, for instance, in the bioengineering, um, I had to work with um, other engineers 
um, to develop a project of fluidics. I mean, it's multidisciplined. So mm-hmm. I, I would have to use math. I would have to use um, probably all modes of science. And it's funny, I used to kind of scoff at the thought of, of a person just be called, be, being called a scientist. I said, well, what particular field is it? But then I mm-hmm. realized as I continued in my career, um, you use so many different modes of science, you know, mm-hmm. to, it's particularly in applied science. It's one thing okay. to do research just for academic purposes, then per se you may get locked into one particular area. But when you're using applied science, then you are uh, multifocused. Right. Right. And I think that's just, um, it does, it does. I think it's fascinating um, that you were able to, so what made you decide to leave you know, so let's take us from that point, the standpoint when you made your decision, you know what, I've done this and I'm done and I want to move on to the next thing. It's funny. Um, multiple reasons. Uh, first okay. of all, our research required me to spend a lot of extra time. So I would go in and I would stay late. Sometimes I would have to go in on a Saturday uh, if I was trying to finish, um, let's say, a test, and the test was overnight, and let's say the deadlines required you to keep moving because uh, it had to get done, people had to know answers by a certain period of time, well, I might have to set up a test on Friday and just so I could know the information by Monday, which meant I would have to go in on Saturday and find out what the results were, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it just required, it took a lot of time out. I had young children, I had aging parents, mm-hmm. and I just felt mm-hmm. like I had done enough. I mean, I had mm-hmm. I had um, published uh, scientific uh, publications, I had patents, and then the Lord was just really calling to me to go back to my first career love, which was, uh, was music, and particularly writing music for him with lyrics that can touch the heart. Um, yeah. So as he started calling to me for that, you know, I thanked him because he took away the desire for the science because, you know, at one point, that's that's all I wanted to do. I just stopped music altogether for a period of time right. in terms of really delving into it. Like, it would pop up and I would push it away mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, people were, around me were talking about, you know, getting their Ph.D. and uh, – uh, developing this next thing and that next thing, and I was sort of shrinking away from it. And that's when I said, "Okay, the time has come for me to change my direction." Yeah. And in doing that, it allowed me more time to study because I actually had to formally study uh, the instruments. I mean, I had been studying piano um, all my life. I mean, starting from age mm-hmm. three. But um, okay. the other instruments, uh, guitar and, and, and bass, you know, I formally studied that. And so uh, it allowed me more time to do that, more time with my kids, more time with my uh, my aging family members, and, of course, more ta- time for, for writing songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that to me is is really what life is all about. And we talk about that a lot on this show. Um, the calling, you know, which I say is really um, your passion, what you're passionate about. Um, and a lot of people, and here's, so, okay. So one of the things that for me that I've discovered is that people oftentimes feel like 
their passion is something that's so easy. You know, it just comes to them easily, even though you may have to do some studying or whatever, but it's fun for you. I know it is for me. So, you know, the fun things in life, we look at and we scoff it off or we, you know, we look down on it because it's like, oh, you know, we can't make a living doing that. You know, keep your day job, which, yeah, you can, you have to pay your bills, you know, yeah. but then don't just do your nine to five when you come home. And even if you have your children, once you get them to bed, if you're passionate enough, you're going to find a way <laughs> to squeeze in a couple more hours, yeah. you know, to do what you feel as though is in your heart to do. Uh, Lisa, have you been a fly on my wall? <laughs> you're, abs- <laughs> you're absolutely yeah. right. It took yeah. um, a lot of determination, a lot of sacrifice. I would have to stay up late in order yeah. to work on music. Um, it's lonely, you know, when other people yeah. were having fun, that they were going out to uh, to the movies or, or you know, everybody was watching a football game, you know. I would... I knew I had things to do. I mean, if a song came to my mind, I had to work it out until until yeah. it was done, at least partially done. And then so yeah. there's writing the song, there's the lyrics, and then there's the instrumentation, you know. Yeah. And then all this, there's a music theory applied to, you know, getting it down, whether it be standard notation or, or chord graph or, you know, whatever. So there's so many different levels, layers to even writing a song. Um, so it... it it took time. It took time that, that I didn't really have, but I just made time anyhow. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm grateful to my husband for being understanding because, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> you know, he just uh, stood by me, continues to stand by me uh, yeah. in, in, my, in developing my passion. And now he's actually uh, joined me in, in my career in ministry. Wow. Yes. So what does he do? What does he do? Oh, well, my husband well, is an IT did. guy. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. Okay. So he yeah, has now helps. taken, oh, my goodness, does that help? He has taken that yeah. IT experience and yeah. uh, moved it into uh, recording, mixing, uh, mastering, and wow. co-producing, because I consider myself a, a producer as well. So it's, he co-produces uh-huh. with me. So we are a team, guided awesome. by the Lord. Yes, yes really that's awesome. what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's also yes. a musician. Okay, and what does he play? Uh, trombone. Wow. So does he play on any of your songs? Well, I guess he would. Um, well, there's a song. Uh huh. Go ahead. He doesn't play on any of my songs because it's a lot of the the production, the mixing, all of that aspect, or all the recording. It takes a lot of effort. And yeah, so exactly. um, he would be wiped out if if he tried to do all of that, too. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I shared this with you, but um, at one point several, several years ago, I used to help to run a music studio um, oh, okay. in, here in Baltimore. And I learned how to engineer um, while I was there to, to mic up Excellent. instruments. Um, and we used to have some real you know, um, good people, um, you know, with big names come through and, you know, use our studio and that we were actually a part of. So I'm, you know, I'm a music person as well. And you know what? We have so much in common because, well, you're probably a thousand gazillion times better than me, but I've also played the, you know, study, not study, study, but, um, 
started the piano at a young age. I let it go, and now I'm back at it, um, you know, uh, trying to perfect and the guitar as well because I took that too. So, I, you know, music is, you know, is um, just amazing, actually. But you do now, you are a part of this band. Tell me about the band and how did that come about? Uh, well, let's see. My husband had been a part of the band for a very, very long time, way before I did. And mm-hmm. um, uh, there was no room for another pianist. And to be honest, uh, I started piano so young that it was actually a problem for me to play, to play in public. Uh, oh. So my daughter had wanted to get a guitar for Christmas. And I mm-hmm. thought to myself, this is my chance. If she's going to learn to play guitar, I need to learn to play guitar. I've been dying to learn to play guitar for years. Yeah, yeah so I finally uh, hinted around that I wanted a guitar too. And uh-huh. I just <laughs> took to it immediately. And the thing is, I had absolutely zero fear. None oh, wow. at all. Okay. And so after studying only for just a few months, I felt secure enough to give it a try. And um, I wasn't perfect, but, uh, you know, I I had a confidence that I didn't have for playing piano in public. And I just, uh, in time, just got a lot better and certainly a lot more confident as I continued to study guitar. Right, right. And so it just happened happened that, you know, I was the only uh, uh, female in the group. Uh, but, okay. Um, and you uh, play bass, so right? I no no I play electric guitar. Oh. I study okay. bass. Okay. Um, as well as guitar, but my the, my major okay. study was was electric guitar. I also play okay. acoustic. Um, okay. But, we'll have to get uh, together yeah, so, one day so you can show me some things. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I ha- I'm sitting here, actually, you know, my, my baby, I call her my baby. Um, she's been calling out to me for the last couple of weeks. I've been ignoring her because I've been so busy. But, you know, it's one of those things when, for me, when I finally sit down and do it, I'm with it for hours. You know, I can't put it down. I so, see. yeah, maybe it's, it's one funny. of these days. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That would be great. It's funny mm-hmm. that you said your baby because I named my guitars and my first acoustic is named Baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, great minds, girl, great minds. And now you sing as well. So tell us about that. Yes. Oh, wow. That started, <laughs> that started young, too. Now, see, my, I got my um, science from my, my dad, but I also mm-hmm. got uh, being a musician from my dad as well. My father was a acoustic. A um, accordionist, oh. accordionist. So I got the wow. instrumentation uh, bug from my dad, but I got the desire to sing from my mother. Okay. She would drag. It was it, we, I had a sister, so it was my mother, my sister, and I, and she would drag us around to different churches. And I was really, really young. I mean, I start. If I started piano at three, then I must have been five or six when she was dragging us around to different churches to sing. And I, I learned to sing harmony. I mean, I just gravitated to music mm-hmm. um, so quickly that, you know, I'm the one that sang um, high, high tenor, so tenor in an upper register. 
So okay. my, my my mother, um so so we had three part harmony. Okay. With me singing. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was I'm surprised and I, I wasn't afraid to do that too. That's the strange thing. But uh-huh. I was slightly older, you know, five, six versus three, you know. So I okay. wasn't afraid to do that. So that's when okay. I started singing and then that just uh continued, you know, from 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 church to church. Okay, and you know, it's funny because a lot of us get our singing career started from church. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us get, you know, and from choirs and things like that. And that's something that's just rooted and grounded in, um, you know, our traditions, um, which I well, absolutely love. That's a good love. place to learn. Yes, isn't it? Isn't it? And and even yeah. for children, I mean, because our church has a children's choir, um, and we, you know, have uh, like Sundays, you know, like I think it's third Sunday where they have children, you know, youth Sunday, youth choir Sunday. Yeah. So the youth, yeah. you know, yeah, they come up and they pray and they participate, you know, so it gives them a chance to be, to stand up in front of people, you know, and gives them that kind of experience. So I think that's wonderful. That is. Now, is our it, church has, has that as well. Huh? Our church has that as well. Um, whether okay. it be children or teen, or teenagers, we're, we're trying to mm-hmm. get our, our, our children's choir uh, back up and in, into um, to action again. Okay. Now, where is your church located? Uh, I might have to pop 11. in there one Sunday. Oh, do huh? that. 9411 <laughs> Liberty Road. It's called Colonial oh. Baptist Church. Oh, you know what? I was going to ask you if that was up near, um, that's in Brandlestown. That's near Carriage Hill. Exactly. We're right in front of Carriage Hill. Yes. My daughter. Do- okay. Small world again. Here we go. Yes. So my daughter, when she was in the ninth grade, eighth going either eighth going into the ninth, I think it's the summer before she went to high school. She used to be a um, counselor there, a youth oh, okay. counselor. Yes, we during the summer. School. Yeah, yeah. So wow. Okay, I know exactly where that is. And what are the hours of your um services? Okay. Uh, Sunday mornings we have two services: eight o'clock and eleven o'clock. Mhm. And which one do you play? Um, when I play, it's both services. Every Sunday? Uh, it depends on which group is singing. Okay. Okay. Because when I come, I'm coming because I want to check you out. I'm just going to be real. Okay. I, I'm coming <laughs> because I want to see you. <laughs> okay. So well, then, you'll have to uh, let, let me know. know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just email me, like, you know, just keep me abreast of, like, oh, Lise, by the way, I'm I'm going to be singing or I'm going to be playing on this Sunday, such and such. I may be able to come. I may not. But if you keep me, you know, abreast of when you are um, playing, I'm going to try to pop in and see you one of these Sundays. We would be glad to have you. Now, Gloria, tell us about, tell us what your website links are. Now, I know that I have them incorporated into the um the links on this page, but I want you to tell the listeners too how they can find you, how they can go and listen to your song "Climbing Prison Walls." Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Well, my uh, Facebook site is. Well, let me give you my my website first because that's where mm-hmm. my song is posted. Okay. And that is www dot reverb nation dot com forward slash Gloria J Covington. That's C O V I N G T O N, 
And my mm-hmm. artist's Facebook site is www.facebook.com forward slash Gloria J. Covington online. Okay. You you guys heard that? Now tell us about the song, Climbing Prison Walls, because you can go to those sites, both of those, right, and listen to the song? Well, if you go to the Facebook site, it will be it gives you a direct link to my okay. website, which allows you to okay. hear it. So, yes, you, mm-hmm. either way you can get to the song. Okay. Um, so tell us so about that song, and how did that come about? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Lisa, you know, um, I'm a deacon's wife, so I am constantly talking to, ministering to the sick, the shut-in, those mm-hmm. who have lost all hope. But in addition to that, you know, I had sickness of my my own. Um, I'm a cancer survivor. And, oh, wow, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Congratulations. Yes, and thank you. In 2015, I was declared uh, a cancer-free, but it was very difficult, and I uh, came to realize that everyone does not survive this particular type of cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... We can have illness struggles based on uh, illness. We can have struggles based on barriers in our lives. And sometimes they're sin. Sometimes it's just terrible things that have happened are just not fair. You know, mm-hmm. we can have all kinds of demons that haunt us. And so that's mm-hmm. what the song is about, having struggles and knowing that it is only the love of God, the guiding Love of the Holy Spirit, yes. the Father, the Son, Jesus, yes. who it allows us to overcome these difficulties in our lives. And mm-hmm. so, um, and one of the uh, verses, it says, if with him beside me, you know, I can make it. Yes. Yes, amen. So beside yes. me. In front of me and behind me, by the mm-hmm. grace of God, we can survive whatever our situations are. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes totally we agree. don't realize that. You know, sometimes right. we're so locked into our situations, we don't even realize that Satan has a grip on us, and you know, we're not letting ourselves see the light and, and see that we can be free. Mhm. Mhm. So, so if we, if we yeah, try so through the walls, we could get out. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, yes. With the with the help of God and believing. Yes. Um, it's it's all in the believing. You know, and power greater than us. Yes. Oh my goodness! So please, please go to her sites, and um, there again, the links are attached to this to this to this page. Click on them and listen to these songs. Um, especially now, do you have more than one on there? Right now, I'm sort of just introducing myself, so okay. uh, it's absolutely free listening. I just want people to know about the love of Jesus and how He can make your situation better. May not you may have a same situation, but He'll give you the ability to rise above your circumstances. And so, yeah. I just want to share. These messages, I've written so many songs, and I just want people to know, you know, how good the Lord has been to me and how the Lord can get us through life's many circumstances. 
Oh my gosh, because I mean, now have you ever thought about, um, and and maybe you have already, you're doing this, but um, going into some of the cancer um, centers with your music and ministering to them? I have not necessarily done cancer centers, but I have been working with a survivors group. Okay. Um, and so that's surviving of cancer and uh, various life circumstances. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to minister in that capacity. Uh, so okay. that covers more than just cancer. In right, fact, it was just right. recently that uh, I sang for a survivor's group. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, right. climbing so, prison walls. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, if you, if, you, if you go on my website, it kind of gives you an idea of what I've been oh. doing recently. Oh, okay. Now, when did this song, when did you produce this song? How many years has it been? Actually, it was 2016. Wow, last year. So just that's just last year, yes. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Now, have you sang it at your church yet? Uh, not at my church. I sang it at a church event for the homeless. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were ministering um, downtown. It's called Under the Bridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, my church um, sponsored, in conjunction with some other organizations, uh, a ministry to um, not only feed um, the hungry, but give them opportunities of, of uh, uh, finding some help, um, but more importantly, uh, to lift their spirits and let them know that they are not alone, that the Lord Jesus can help yeah. them through their life searching circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I uh, sang uh, several songs uh, there. We gave a kind of a concert, and Mm -hmm. I sang several songs there. Oh, wonderful. Now, Gloria, tell me, um, where do you see all of this going? What is your dream? What is your dream? Well, I um, am a member of Taxi, and Mm -hmm. it's a leading A&R company. Um, and so the whole purpose there is to get um, songwriters, uh, publishers, uh, musicians um, together for the purpose of uh, pitching uh, to song opportunities like TV, film, uh, uh, commercials, uh, placement mm-hmm. with artists. Uh, so I've been working with uh, with them as well as uh, – uh, attending their conventions where you learn so much about songwriting and uh, producing. So um, I decided to uh, go both routes, and that is um, to show myself as a singer-songwriter, guitarist, uh, and musician, as well as um, the potential to pitch to other songwriters, well, not songwriters, artists that are that mm-hmm. are interested in my music. So uh, that that's my aim. Oh, that's beautiful. So, so I do have a, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just saying I do have a plan in, in place. Mhm. Mhm. So you're because so you would you wouldn't mind having other artists, let's say a Tamala Man, pitching Absolutely her one of your not. songs. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely okay. not. I would love that. Okay, because um, we actually, I had her on the show, I think it was last year, um, and I believe, yeah, I think it was last year, and um, we're keeping our fingers crossed that she'll come back 
um, before the year is out. And if not before this year is out, then maybe next year. So maybe you could, you know, go to her website and send her a message. They do answer messages. That's a good possibility. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, you should. You should be able to imagine, Tamala, someone like her singing one of your songs. I can see it. I can see it, too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, all mm-hmm. things are possible through Christ Jesus. So All things, girl, yes. As a matter of fact, next week's show, we're going to be talking about um, just that. We're going to be talking about miracles and oh, how okay. miracles and dreams do come true. Um, and I'm going to be sharing one big miracle and um, one of my dreams that came um, true. So I'm going to be sharing that next week. So you're going to have to tune in to hear it. I um, certainly will. But y- yeah, but you know, this is amazing because I want to um I want to make sure that everyone visits your website, okay? I want to make sure that they go and click on your song, click on your music. Um and if you're in the Maryland area, especially in, you know, the Baltimore, Maryland area, um Baltimore County, you know, come and hear her play on Sunday mornings. Um I, I'm going to do that as well. One of these Sundays, I'm just maybe I'll surprise you. I don't know. You know, I'm just <laughs> might pop up in there and just sit back and just listen to you play. And I would absolutely love to come if you're having a show or you're going to be okay. somewhere. Yeah, just keep me posted on that. I certainly so. Will. So we're coming down to you know time really goes by very quickly. Um, you know, but one of the things that I always ask you know people, my guests. What would you, what information would you like to share with the listeners, whether it's anyone entering into the music industry, um, anyone that has a desire to play an instrument, or even if it's anyone wanting to enter into science, what advice or that would you have to offer those people? Anything that you go into, you have to be committed. That means you have to spend time and study. Um, There's areas that I wish I had studied even deeper, like music theory. Even though I studied a lot, I would have liked to know more earlier in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. So anything, whether it be science, math, uh, um, music, uh, uh, writing, as you said, you know, your area is journalism, um, you have to be prepared to give a hundred and a hundred and ten percent and ask the Lord for guidance if you 're not sure what it is that you want to do um, then you have to really search yourself and uh experiment with different areas to see what you 're best at right very first thing you try may not be what you 're best at but right. um if you have a real desire for something, a, a true passion, you know, eventually it will find you. Mhm. Mhm. That's so true. It will definitely find you. But here's the thing, Gloria. Share with share with us, if you will. Um, when your passion does find you, what's the next step? Because a lot of people, you know, they are naysayers along with your passion, especially if you share it with others, here come the naysayers on the other side. Yeah, yeah, it's true. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, 
it's a lonely road. So not only do you have to study, but you have to prepare, be prepared to do it alone sometimes. Yeah. Um, the first step is to have an understanding of what it is and then be determined. If this is what I really want to do and this is what I'm really meant to do, then do what it takes to accomplish yeah. it. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. And don't be afraid. Just Here's the thing for me, fear. You know, I think a lot of oh, people yeah. are afraid of success. They're afraid of succeeding, and they allow fear to block and stop them from moving forward. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fall, because guess what? You can get back up and go another day. You know, there's a song for me, that, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and, you know, but I think it's important to let people know that you are not going to succeed the very first time. You may not even succeed the first hundred times, but that hundred and one time, okay, you still have to move forward. Do not, fear is false evidence appearing real. You hear me mm. say that all the time, my listeners. You hear me say that. So, you're going to have those moments where you feel like, did I imagine this? Do I really want to do this? Is this, it's too hard. It's this, this. well, you know what? It may be a little challenging. I don't like to use the word hard. I like to use the word challenging, accept the challenge. Don't be afraid to to fall. Are you sure you haven't been a fly on my, I said, I have to ask you again. Are you sure you haven't been a fly on my wall? Because you don't know how many times that um, in the early days, that uh, I was given, you know, negative feedback. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. even 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 now, you know. But you can't yeah. let that stop you. No. And yes, there there will be people that question, you know, why mm. you even trying this? Why, you know? Yeah. Even I hate to say this, but who do you think you are? I've even yeah. I've even had that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and you know what, Gloria? I've told people, I'm quite sure Barack Obama has heard that a thousand gazillion times. Who do you think you are that you can be a senator? Or who do you think you are to run for the highest office of the land? And when, and then when he got in, they still questioned him every single day for eight years. And I tell folks, if Obama can get in there and his wife and survive that you definitely can survive whatever it is that you are passionate about. And you look to them for examples, because I mean to tell you at every turn, they question him. Yeah. Every turn. So if they can do it. It can be a lonely road. Oh, my Lord, girl. And see, this is how I'm I'm following you all, because I've been there too. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there, done that, still doing it. You know, I'm the type of person where if um, I I feel something or if I'm interested in it, I'm gonna go for it. And when I in my younger days, I can remember family saying to me, "Oh Lord, here she go again. What's she about to do this time?" You know, well, yeah, I'm gonna try this out because you know I'm interested. I want to see. You know, why not? We can be good at more than one thing. Right. You right. know, this is a new day and time. We don't have to stay on a job for 25, 30 years. And work the nine to five. You just don't have to. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, because it's not. But it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. 
So those of us who are passionate and, you know, um, want to follow that thing, it's a beautiful thing as well. But it's not for the faint of heart. No, it's not. It is <laughs> not for the faint of heart, girl. Woo! <laughs> One day we're going to have to talk offline and I can share some stories. <laughs> okay. I look forward to that. All right. But listen, um, everyone, I want you to be sure to visit her uh, her, her website, facebook.com forward slash Gloria Covington online and ReverbNation.com. Gloria oh, I'm sorry, Gloria J. Covington online and ReverbNation.com forward slash Gloria J. Covington. Please, please, please go and visit and, um, you know, let her know that you stopped by. So, all right. Well, you know what, Miss Gloria, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us this evening. I'm going to give you a little bit more applause right there because we really appreciate you and wish you abundant blessings in all of your future endeavors. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa. All right. You enjoy the rest of your evening. And if you'd like to hang on in there, um, I'm just going to, you know, finish out the show. That's up to you. And if not, I will be talking to you soon. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Are you the best one, okay? You too, sweetie. Bye-bye. So we're at that part of the show where I want to leave you with this. Um, I just really enjoyed talking with Gloria today. Um, She said a lot of profound things as far as following your passion. Um, And I'm always talking about inspiration. Where do you go for inspiration? Um, And what I used to, I get asked a lot to recommend books for inspiration. So for those of you who don't know, I love to read. Reading is one of my favorite things to do. I just love books. I get a lot of my motivation and empowerment from books that spirit leads me to read. So when I'm asked, to recommend a book, I mostly lead people to my website. Sometimes I can, you know, kind of give them a book. But what I like to do is lead them to my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, and click on book recommendation. And once there, you will see a long list of books that I have read that have inspired me along the way. And every single one of them, every single one of them, are very inspirational and empowering, and I've read them all. So um, you can't go wrong with any one of those that you choose. So my suggestion is to read down the list of books and allow spirit to guide you to the one that is just for you. And whichever one resonates the most, don't hesitate to get it. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. So not only do I love to read, I also love to write. And now I'm in now now I'm in the process of writing my next book. And um hopefully I'm looking for that to come out next year. Um so I'll keep you posted on that. But next week I will share with you how one of my dreams came true of how I landed in a New York Times bestseller. That was no, not even was is still amazing to me. It still blows my mind. So I'll be sharing with that, uh, sharing that experience with you next week because um, we will be talking about miracles and dreams coming true. Um, so a lot of you also already know, excuse me, what my all-time favorite poem is. And every now and then I will read, I will pull it out when I'm led to and share it with you. 
Um, I personally don't think we could ever hear this enough. Oftentimes, I find that even though we know something, it doesn't hurt every now and then to be reminded that we know what we know. So without further ado, I would like to share once again My Deepest Fear by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And it's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. So as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Our Deepest Fear by Marianne Williamson. I just absolutely love that poem. So that concludes our show for this evening. Um, Yeah, I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout out to my family who are always loving and supporting me and also to my friends and colleagues in all of my social networking sites. Once again, a big thank you to Gloria for taking the time to share a big part of your journey and your wisdom with us. We are eternally grateful for you. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration and leave a message to let us know you stopped by. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at least L-Y-S-E 101. Make sure you come back and tune in on Monday, September the 25th, where we will be talking about miracles and how dreams really do come true. Always remember, folks, that real power comes from knowledge because knowledge is power. And when we know better, we do better. So your mission, ladies and gentlemen, is if you choose to accept it, take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. <laughs>